the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Paul Kangor, he is a, an author of a book called Dupes, How America's Adversaries Have Manipulated Progressives for a Century. And I want to talk to him a little bit about how the Soviets manipulated um, people in uh, Congress and the media here in just a minute. But I want to I want to stop real quick and, and ask him about uh, Senator Kennedy and the Chappaquiddick uh, uh, story. Hi, Paul. How are you? Good, Glenn. Hey, thanks for having me on. I was shocked. At, at that interview uh they've they've never really done a national interview before um and that nobody nobody ever talked to the family uh about it and so they kind of just the parents just died in isolation and nobody ever said anything and most people don't know the story now Yes, no, that's exactly right. In fact, I had caught the interview at the Blaze. I saw that you had posted it there, and the you know the original book that I think a lot of the movie seems to be based on. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm hoping it's to really see it good. This weekend. It's really good. Yeah, that's what I that's what I hear. It, it was it was Leo Demore's book, which was called Senatorial Privilege, the Chappaquiddick cover up, and that came out in late '80s. And I remember at the time. I was an undergrad. I was uh, totally, totally apolitical. I was, it was like a pre-med major. I had not, no interest in politics, and I was just flipping the channels one night. And I think it was on Larry King Live. Leo, uh, Leo Demore, the author, was on, and he's the guy that broke a lot of this. And his original publisher, I think it was Random House, had um, had spiked the book after giving him a hundred fifty thousand dollar advance, and that was after pressure from the Kennedy family. And it was Regnery, Regnery that published the book uh, that finally came out. Leo Demore would have a tragic end too. He actually took his own life. Uh, he um, in the late nineteen nineties. But it was the first time that I heard all of that information. I went out, I got the book, I read it. And you probably know this as, as well as I do, at least from what we know, but she appears to have, have suffocated, yeah. right, Glenn? I yeah. mean, I don't think she drowned. No. And, and she suffocated because there was, I, I mean, the, the, my understanding is that the, the car didn't go into Cape Cod. It went into a pond. Yeah, it did. The bottom of the vehicle was actually exposed, and she, was, she, had, um, uh, she had just enough air. They thought that she might have lived for up to three hours, and help was literally steps away. He just walked away from the scene, and so nobody knew until the morning. And and he and he went away from the scene, or walked away, or ran away because he he didn't want to get hit with drunk driving. Surely, right? And it, had he done that, and he would have been accused of of drunk driving and and killing somebody in the process. That would have hurt his career. He he was he was in line. He hoped to be the the next Kennedy who would run for president of the United States. So following JFK, following. RFK and I mean the tragedy of the Kennedy family. Uh, Bobby Kennedy was was assassinated just the year before. That that was in June 1968. And then you go back even a couple more Kennedy boys. JFK was assassinated, but Lee Harvey Oswald November 63. And then there was also another Kennedy boy, Joe Jr who some people say this was the most impressive Kennedy boy of all of them, and he got killed in World War II. Yeah, it's, so, you know, so it's, now the, there, there were tragedies that happened, but this was not one of the tragedies. This was, this was Ted Kennedy being a bad guy. 
Um, so That's this, right. you know, you can't link this to the 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 Kennedy curse. This one right. happened because Ted Kennedy did it. I, I, I want to stop there. We're talking to Paul uh, Kangor. He's uh, the author of uh, Dupes, How America's Adversaries Have Manipulated Progressives for Over a Century. I want to take a quick break and come back and, and talk to Paul. He's a he's a political science professor and has written extensively on on history. And we go back to Ted Kennedy and his relationship with the Soviet Union and how he was, I think, willingly duped by the Soviet Union and how this has happened before. And and I I think, Paul, and I'd love to hear your opinion, it's happening to members of the press and members on the right and the left right now in Syria with Russia. Paul, I'm I'm watching the news come out today where. I'm I'm watching some media people uh, start to hold up Russia as the good guys in this in this battle uh, over in the Middle East. And they are they are siding with Iran and Syria. Uh, You know, your allies would tell you a little bit something about if you're on the right side or not. This isn't the first time that uh, Russia has used members of Congress or politicians uh, or the media or people on the streets and turn them into little advocates for them, right? Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, the Russians are great at doing this, Glenn. I mean, they, they've been masters of manipulation for decades. They, they had a department of agitprop, agitation and propaganda. They specialized in disinformation. The Russian word for it was desinformatsia, which is a long, clunky word. But I mention it because because they practically pioneered it. I mean, they they were great at learning how to work people in the American media, people in the American Congress, and they they always targeted progressives because you know they figured progressives being on the left were far less anti-communist they were far less anti-russian and those are the people that they could dupe and sucker and in fact it would have been vladimir putin's kgb putin was there throughout the 1980s that uh, that 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 duped and used and hoodwinked ted kennedy you know just to carry over from our last segment in chappaquiddick they they worked ted kennedy over <laughs> really good a number of times in the 1970s and 1980s. And the worst example of this was when Kennedy, and we actually have now a May 14th, 1983 memo from the head of the KGB, Viktor Chebrikov. This would have been Putin's boss at the time. And it was directly addressed to the head of the Soviet Union, Yuri Andropov. Mm. And you remember, Andropov was a bad dude. Yeah, really bad. This was... A really bad guy. And this was all about, as the actual document says, quote, regarding Senator Kennedy's request to the general secretary of the Communist Party and drop off. And, and that request, I think this, is, this fits perfectly with, ex- with exactly what you're talking about. Kennedy, in, in this note, again, communication directly from the head of the KGB to the head of the Soviet Union, and it was communicated directly on the scene by, by John Tunney, who's a former Democratic senator from California. He had been a law school roommate of, of Ted Kennedy. And, and Kennedy there tells the Russians that, there's this bad situation internationally where the situation is deteriorating in U.S.-Soviet relations. He's very troubled by this, but he blames it on Reagan. 
He, he doesn't blame it on the Russians. He blames it on Reagan. The, the memo says the problem was Reagan's belligerence compounded by Reagan's stubbornness. And here's the exact language, Glenn. According to Kennedy, wrote Chebrikov, the current threat is due to the president's refusal to engage any modification to his politics. And so that being the case, Kennedy actually offers, and it says here, Kennedy believes that given the state of current affairs and in the interest of peace, it would be prudent and timely to undertake the following steps to counter the militaristic policies of Reagan. And, and among those steps, Kennedy offered to connect Andropov and the Russians and the Kremlin with sympathetic people in the American media. And the memo actually even notes Walter Cronkite and Barbara Walters as, as two people that, that, that the Russians could be connected to. So it kind of, kind of the moral of the story and the overarching angle here that continues to this day, the Russians always knew and always understood, and this is going on now with Syria, that if, if there's a Republican in the White House that, that they don't like and who's doing something in foreign policy that, that they don't like, they could always count on sympathetic people Liberals, progressives in the American media, in Congress, and in the Senate to step up and, and help them out to be dupes. Paul Kangor, the name of the book is Dupes, How America's Adversaries Have Been Manipulating Progressives for a Century. Glenn Available now. Back. Mercury.